It's the Tiltcast, episode 424. It shoots crossbows. And what? this week, guys, we talk Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Ooh. Final Fantasy XIV, Elder Scrolls Online, crossbows. and some new Fallout 4 mods. Stay tuned. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, 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 snap! Yeah. Oh. It is the Tiltcast, and today it is 9.56 p.m. on June 5th of 2020, the year that everything got fucked up. And oh. that was and, a triple can from the same room. Wow. And just for the uninitiated... Um, we are an M-rated show, if you didn't catch that. Um, so, if that <laughs> offends you, then just move on. Fuck. Um, I'm Nos. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And with the three of us, you're going to hear about 30 minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. Some bullshit. games and some news. Um, I don't... This is our first roundtable podcast in about eight episodes, right? Yeah. Maybe more? A little bit more, I think. Nine, nine. It, well, I mean, well, it, it seems like it seems like forever. I mean, really, really it was early March the last time we sat around this table, right? Uh, we the, got Rusty in here last, last week. week, yeah. But the three of us have not been in the same room for months, right? Yeah, um, we <laughs> probably spent the first hour plus congregating because holy fuck, yeah, it's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a while. In fact, I told the wife. This evening, I was like, going. that's it. I have to see my friends face to face. I gotta go. I'm <laughs> there, get the fuck out of the house. I'm not Skyping tonight. That's not happening. Not gonna happen. Well, I'll honestly, I miss you two's, you know, fucked upness a lot. It's been a, it's been a lonely, uh, lonely couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very glad to have you guys around the table. Yeah. Dogs are very glad to see you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lola was overjoyed when I walked through the door. Oh my god, she d basically did backflips when I came through the fucking door. She's very, very ex excited at the moment, but she's calmed down because people are here, and that's when she's just down there chewing on something. That's that's her That's normal. satisfaction. That's her normal. Yeah. So. Chewing on something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even the other dog's I mean, super friendly right now, missing you guys. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Rusty walked through the door and... What? And, uh... Oh, it's my phone. Zoe was all... Ooh, I'm gonna go over get my pets now. Speaking of Zoe the Wonder Dog, I took her to get a beauty treatment this week. Um, and apparently she really hates being shaved. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, uh... I didn't know this. I was trying to get her a full, like, summer haircut, and I didn't take her to even the groomer. I took her to the vet, because I just, I trust the vet a lot, and she really needed her nails trimmed, and I guess she bit the groomer, like, six times <laughs> while she was trying to trim her, and so she called me up, and I was like, man, it's been a while. I wonder what's going on with Zoe, because I dropped her off at, like, 7.45 a.m. It's 10 o'clock. I still haven't heard from the groomer. It's like, well, you know, it takes a while to groom a dog, and she's super hairy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get a call from the groomer, and she's like, yeah, Zoe really doesn't like being shaved. Has she ever, I want to grab the dog, has she ever uh, been shaved before? And I was like, I don't think she has, but she's a second 
I'm I'm her third parent. So who knows? Right. Um, she's like, well, she bit me like six times, so I've decided to back off. I got got her in the crotch area so that she doesn't have any hanger-ons, and I think that's what we're going to have to do. She's well, like, I'm going to brush brush her and, you know, give her a bath, and I've already got her nails all buffed out. Apparently, she really doesn't like her nails trimmed by the groomer either. Well, they probably it, use something that sounds a lot like a trimmer. Yeah. So, um, well... And typically, I can get a nail about every three or four days, which means I can never get it trimmed. Oh, yeah. It just, just, I, just I go up and I just snip one, and then she's just like, nope, we're not doing any more of that. <laughs> and anytime she sees me go into the, the cabinet that has the trimmer, she's like looking at me like, are we doing this? Yes. No, yes. no. Oh, I'm just I'm getting my hammer. I've got to do things. <laughs> she's like, that's not a hammer. That's a nail trimmer. I'm going to go hide again. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> dog is smart. She won't she won't ever bite me. It's funny, the the dog you know, you've been in isolation for so long, you just start talking to your animals like, you know, people. And I mean, for all intents and purposes, they are, you know, my little fur friends. Right? My mm-hmm. little fur kids. Yeah. Um and so I'll just start talking and then Zoe will start talking back. It's just that you know. Uh-huh. And I don't it's just like she tries to carry on a conversation. And I've gotten to that point of crazy that that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that that you actually understand. Like, and we're, we're almost, yeah, we're almost having full conversations at this point. Like, I'm just so, so starved for people. It's oh like me God. and the dog. This was absolutely required. He's going yes. fucking insane. A little bit. I even started talking to the deaf dog, and then I realized that was futile, so Zoe talks for her. <laughs> That's I'd, hilarious. I I I I can't say much. I don't have pets of my own, and I talk to myself. So this whole last week, I've been holding conversations with me. <laughs> I have been answering. Wait, have what's had, new? We've we've had argument. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, it's, uh, yeah. It, I, it, I lived with you for six years, Rusty. There's no secrets. Well, we didn't, we didn't need to bring that up on the show. <laughs> I mean, I know you guys like Mario a lot, but those little tails that you stuff in your ass, I mean, it, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I did not need to know about that earlier. I saw that Facebook post, and <laughs> I gotta say. The I mean, butt plugs with the tails? Yeah, I mean... I, I could have gone my entire I, life without seeing that. I did manufacture a tail for this man. I, That's that, true. That he did. He, 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 how did it attach? It, it was attached to a belt. Okay. Yeah, it was on his belt. I mean, yeah. th- that wasn't going anywhere near my ass. But so. <laughs> on top of being... Did you ever have to poop while you had that thing on? I did not, thankfully, because that you, would have... Did you have... Where do you, that was... All, that was a lot of work to put on. Okay. Uh, I mean, we're talking about my he barf bar- costume. Barf from Spaceballs. Yeah, barf costume. Yeah. yeah, so that that tail attached to a belt on the inside of the, uh, of the jumpsuit. So for me to actually extract from the whole thing, I would have had to get practically naked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 
you really have to take a shit at that point. And, and, and yeah, it would have been it would have been I needed to go at an emergency, and but, I probably wouldn't have escaped. But the thing about it was the way that the way that I designed it to go through the suit and attach to Rusty, he could have some monochrome of control as to what movement that tail was making. Yes, I could wag my uh, tail. He could actually wag it with very little effort. Yes. Which was part of the point. That was that was the requirement. Um, Is that there was a wagging mechanic? I, I yeah. needed to have it wag. I mean, it needed I mean, to have a mind of its I, own. Obviously. I actually built a yeah. rigid tailbone for that. It was... <laughs> for that tail. I, I still have it. I yes, still you do. I you still, still have, have the whole costume. I do. It it doesn't fit anymore, but... No, it's too big now. But, yeah. I mean, I, I filled that out. I had the John Candy walk, even. It was... I mean, it was perfect. It was perfect. But, <clears throat> have you guys had anything random or recent go on in the last week that's that's what interesting at least <laughs> besides talking to yourself uh-huh. i mean I'm, I'm pretty interesting i think no uh i uh i i made a conscious decision to not fucking leave the house for reasons that you could see on you know on, on news but there was just, I, I spent an entire week isolated, and it was bliss. It was absolute bliss. I needed it. Uh, I mean, being an essential worker, I didn't get an opportunity. I must, I had to continue working. Um, so I took a week off, and I... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. You've been off for... Yeah. I've been working my fucking ass off. Well, me I'm too. Sorry. I mean, I did. I did get to take off when or Tuesday, which is why the the dog got the the beauty treatment. Mm-hmm. Lola's next, but she doesn't. Her hair's so short, like she's not going to need anything. No, but, but a her nail nails definitely need trimmed. I yeah, mean, she's too. Holy active. shit! She's too active for me to trim her nails, so I'm probably going to take her in Monday and get them tranquilized. I mean, yes. Yeah, I don't. I think I can drop her off and pick her back up. It's she's so fucking needy. Like at this point, it's getting detrimental. If I ever go back, it'll be an adjustment period where I'm going to have to like dog proof the house to go to work. Yeah, you're not going to want anything that can be chewed, like including walls. You're yeah. going to have to armor the walls. But she's not <laughs> quite that bad. But I've been making small forays out into the world. She's chewed through a door. What the fuck are you talking about? No, that so, was well. That was six months ago. The <laughs> The walls aren't what he needs to protect. What he needs to do is go to those and get the can of roll-on bed liner and line the bottom of his doors oh, <laughs> so she the, can't chew through the door. With a roll-on bed liner. <laughs> the, the, the fucking, t- what is it? Fucking rhino liner. That's it. Yeah. I was thinking tough liner. No, that doesn't sound right. No, rhino liner. That's perfect. Yeah. She goes she with me. through it. Like, even when I took Zoe in, I just took the dog with me. I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to dick with that shit. And the whole time that Zoe was gone, like, she was depressed as fuck. Like, she's just, oh, my friend's not here. Yeah. She is codependent on the both of you. She is. and Extremely. That's why I can't take Zoe anywhere by herself. It has to be Lola, too. 
And then I can barely, if I go somewhere, obviously Zoe has to be here. I need, I need an adult here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, the, your, your, your dogs, your, your puppers are going to have problems um, when you have to go back in. And we'll see. Um, things have been happening at my job where I'm getting people assigned to me from different parts of the country. And so I'm hoping that's uh, a sign that I may have some permanence at this work-at-home role. Yeah. Do you really want that, though? I mean, honestly? Working at home? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I mean, that's... I mean, I, I got a day and a half's worth of work done today because I work at home. Okay. I mean, more power to you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I've found, over the last week, I've found that... Um, Staying at home and doing doing normal at home things, um, I I I lost all all you know all routine. All of my routine went out the fucking window. Uh, so it was like, okay, when do I wake up? I don't know. When do I go to sleep? I'm not quite sure. I mean, when, you just have a dog. Just, they they wake you up when they want to wake up. I guess I, the, the the best thing, like it's not it's a good it's a blessing and a curse because I can go to bed at two and I'm still waking up at seven because that's when Lola wakes up. Now Lola's at least gotten to the point where I can let her out, and then she's good with uh, going outside using the restroom and then just coming over there. She's just going. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> she decided she wanted pets from Rusty. Uh, or whatever that is. I'm sorry. I pulled her away from her bone because she about had a power cord in her mouth. She about ripped my fucking earbuds out. Um, but now she's at least will go and, like, I let her outside and then I come back in. And as soon as I come back in, if she sees me head back to the bedroom, she's like, well, I could stay under the covers for a while. And she just comes back and plops back and goes back to sleep with me if I decided that I'm going back to bed. So my days off, we sleep in usually till about nice. nine. It's weird too working at home and having a needy animal like her, because most of the day she actually sleeps in this little pallet that I created next to me with more dog blankets. Um, but she wants to go outside, and so I'll just won't shut the door all the way, and she'll let herself back in as soon as she gets too hot. <laughs> it's just the door's wide open, and I yeah. gotta find us a minute. In between something to go run over there and close the door because she's just going to pop in and be like, hey, ready to be back in? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I can say uh, I honestly didn't do too much uh, interesting this week outside of video games, except one thing. Which is? Uh, I found a little gem on Netflix called Sp Space Force. Oh, no. I, yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. oh no. What What is Space Force? So, I you cringed. know, oh, yeah, you know our, our whole new uh, division of our military? Oh, God. Yeah. Which I uh, still don't understand, but okay. Netflix built a... Like a docuseries? Uh, or? Like a docuseries comedy... Uh, Around that, starring Steve Carell and John Malkovich. Oh, God. Is it good? It is great. I mean, Malkovich can be pretty funny as a straight man. It has the same satirical um, 
comedy vibe that The Office did without being the full-on, like, docuseries camera crew. So it's more like a traditional comedy, but still has that same feel because, of course, you're following the true events. Oh, finger quotes. Finger yeah. quotes. Finger quotes there, yeah. Um, of the the Space Force and its operations. Oh, my gosh. I might actually have to check this out at some point. I, <laughs> it was it was funny. <laughs> I, I don't have a Netflix subscription anymore. Uh, that's the one thing that did change. Over the last few months, I actually dropped it. Oh, you just probably weren't watching it. Yeah, well, I... Right. I, I haven't I hadn't been using it, so I decided to drop it. I did that with a lot of extra shit. So, uh, yeah, I still my family still uses all of it way too much. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been watching a lot of fucking YouTube. Actually, the 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 shit that I've gotten into recently is <laughs> you're gonna hate me. You're, you're gonna you're you're probably going to fucking like laugh. I've been watching ASMR videos. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? What's I'm confused. What's what's an SMR? ASMR. Ask me. It, it it is it is an audio sensory you know thing. So it's it it is bit, of all the trendy bullshit that you can watch, <laughs> right? Uh, I hate but, when people say I'm audio sensory. Whatever. I, I don't. I don't even know what the fucking acronym. I just know that ASMR means that it's it's somebody that you know, makes a video that is specifically about the sound. Uh, but get this. I a didn't, video about the sound. It's it's not about the sound. What I was watching wasn't necessarily... I didn't watch it because it was ASMR. It is Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Apparently, it ha- it, 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 it touches your feels in your brains. Um, the, the I did not watch it because of that. It just happened to be that as well. What it is, is it's an Australian that goes to scrapyards and melts shit. Like, finds old, like, electric, you know, electric engines and fucking, like, tears them apart and uses a backyard forge to melt that shit down into ingots. Basically, ASMR is that, you know how you kind of have, like, a low-level euphoria where you kind of feel like a tingling that goes from the top of your head all the way down your spine. You mean like an orgasm? (laughs) I mean, that is another form of euphoria. (laughs) Maybe that's slightly stronger. Uh, That's what what ASMR is. It's that feeling. Well, I wasn't getting that feeling from a fucking Australian melting fucking metal, but <laughs> that's what turns me on. <laughs> it turns me on, yes. Uh, yeah. But this specific type of uh, stimulation is usually, usually triggered by auditory or visual stimuli. No, I, I know what you're talking you, about. I'm playing a little bit light with it. It's the... Like the people that pop bubble wrap or the watch the slime videos or yeah, all that stuff. That shit's fucking useless to me. What I'm what I'm interested in is you know was the content of the videos. Him breaking down fucking you know old scrap equipment and melting it in a fucking backyard forge. Yeah, the only thing 
it's not even like that. The only weird shit that I watch on there is there's a guy that's he looks like he came out of a Fallout game that makes like weird video game weapons out of scrap metal. Right. I, mean, um, it's, it's... I can't remember what his name is, but it's strangely satisfying to watch this really dirty man in like homemade like blacksmith gear. Like it looks like he looks like he walked out of Mad the set of Mad Max. Um, and then he makes shit, but it's all on his like homemade forge made from shit that he made himself. Right. And it all looks like shit until he finishes it. Like even the stuff he's like picking up these old like rusted metal plates and making amazingly cool shit out of it. I can't remember what the fuck his name is right now, yeah. but I mean the the whole thing. I watched for like me the was... there's like the forged and steel one that does something similar to that. Yeah. They're just a little bit more talented than this guy, but it's also a crew. Right, right. And it, the from for me, these videos were like it was just a transformation of something that was once a product back to a raw material, and it just I, I don't know it 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 tricks my brain. It, it gets right. it gets me into like a, a calm state. So if I get pissed off at something, I can watch one of these videos and i'm like okay this dude is using a sledgehammer to break engines i can understand that and now he's melting it down this like, guy he is he is shirtless in every single video he is shirtless but somehow still has a v-neck it's weird actually that's a beard oh <laughs> and chest hair <laughs> oh <laughs> Michael Crogwell. That's who I was thinking. You know what I looked up? I looked up man who crafts big swords on Google and I found him immediately. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. This, I mean, the the guy that I've, I, I've been watching, he... Michael makes, Cthulhu, that's who it is. Michael Cthulhu, got it. Okay. Yeah. The, um... The, I, I don't uh, The... Oh, fuck. The, the, uh, the situation that I was watching was uh, he would make the ingots out of fucking, you know, old engines. Or he would, uh, at one point he said, I want to find out how much aluminum I can actually get out of aluminum foil. So he went and bought a quarter mile of aluminum foil and melted it. And forge. started melting it. You know, that kind of thing. And he makes, you know, ingots. You know, he has a ingot mold for just about everything. Uh, and he makes the ingots and then he'll polish them. So, you'll, you know, he'll take it to a fucking polishing wheel and make a mirror finish out of him. And then he puts it up on a shelf. Yeah, just showing the shop. It literally looks like shit in the game I was just playing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and he wears a fucking kilt all day. I mean, shirtless with a kilt. It's free. And he's not I like would. a buff dude. He's just like a. A punchy, like, weird wasteland-looking dude. I mean, I would. Of course you would. You 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 like your skirts. I mean... <laughs> My God, dog. <laughs> so, aside from that, I also just been playing around a lot with the... with the custom settings you can set up on this beauty... Uh, what what is on I my can't... elite controller? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Got some weight to it. It does have weight to it. I I I don't think I've actually held on to one of these controllers ever. 
it it has a lot of weight to it and those are the longer uh thumbsticks you have uh some really short ones and see i'm not sure if i like some, the, the some standard size yeah see i'm not sure if i like the really tall ones that that seems like well i mean my I'm coming th- down off of a mountain to be my, able to hit this my thumb length though i mean i would probably it use... plays nice I'd probably use two different size sticks, actually. I would use yeah. a shorter stick for my right than my left. Yeah. Um, that and I really like the rounded edge on those. Yeah. Instead of the sunken middle. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I'm not, I'm not sure if I, not sure if I would. The, uh, the paddles are, the back paddles are actually quite nice there i they don't stick out nearly as far as i thought they would Mm-mm. they hug the controller pretty well because in the in the pictures they seem like they just kind of stick out a lot but yeah that's not bad that's i mean this is a series one right so this is mm-hmm. the this is last year's model <laughs> but <laughs> i didn't have to pay full price for it right no i mean that is that's actually fucking hefty, though. Yeah. That is, uh... Justin? Quite, yeah. That is quite nice. But, so, of course, in the in the software, you can set up all kinds of different profiles for it, for the buttons and it's, yeah, it's got everything. a nice, a very comfy weight to it. So, I was... I've been playing around a, a lot with that in different games, and you can set up... You can actually set up two profiles to quick switch on it. So you can be playing one game, flip the switch in the middle, and be on a different profile. So there you go. Created a flaming sword. He did. (laughs) If you're if you're just if you're ever really bored the guy really has a strong interest in big sword anime and uh, video game swords. So he has made the Buster Sword. Yeah, of course. And he's made some gun blades. Um, he's made that big axe from Resident Evil. Uh, what is it? Not Resident Evil. Silent Hill. That Which Silent Hill had Pyramid Head? Was that three? Or I two? thought that was two. Might have been two. The big know. blade that... It's not a axe. It's that big sword that Pyramid Head has. Yeah. He made that. And then he also made a Pyramid Head that he could wear while he whack shit with it of course he did because why wouldn't you he, he's he got the part down all i have to do is put the okay dog like seriously i love you but i need you to stop <laughs> she's like but you squished my face and i like it when people squish my face stop. yeah but we've uh stop. speaking of squishing stuff the Short order of things is I've had an ant infestation around here, and I went... Oh my god, dog. You gotta quit playing Did you go to war? I did. I did the shit on the lawn, or I spread it with a grass spreader like three different times. Then I did the bug barriers, and then I did the bug killers. So I did the bug killers at the entrance of every place that your bug could possibly get in the house, plus the repellent, plus spread all the bug seed... Yeah, did you just wet the bug seed, or did you uh, spray the bug seed with insecticide? No, I did it right after it rained. Oh, okay. Because uh, we've had a fair bit of rain this week. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rusty's in my method is spread I the... I didn't want to go 
that crazy Spread having the animals. pellets and then oh i i've always had animals when i did it and as long as you give it as long as you're doing it on a sunny day and you give it a couple hours to dry yeah they're fine yeah i think i've been effective because i found a lot of dead crickets and things on my porch oh yeah um, yep and i know and i have not seen a bug in the house in about four days good so i feel like i've been fairly effective that should last you all summer yeah, I'm hoping it, so. It should. Should. You never know. If you get a really, really rough rain, though, you might want to reapply. Yeah. Like where the yard stays wet for several days. Right. So, yeah. switching gears a little bit, um, has anybody been playing anything all week? And Rusty, you've been playing Final Fantasy all week? I have been playing an unhealthy amount of Final Fantasy for a week. Anything new from last week? I started a class from one and got it to 80 this morning. Jesus. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. is it is it World of Warcraft bad with leveling? Well, um, I guess it's World of Warcraft's not nearly as bad as it used to be, right? Well, I mean, both games have been out for a while, so there's a lot of a lot of levels to get through. Uh, a lot of content and for you know, Final Fantasy, it's three fucking expansions worth, right? You know, the base game plus three fucking expansions to get to max level. The, uh, you know, so it was, it was, it was a, it was a challenge. I wanted to actually pick up a class that I've never played before. Uh, pick up a, and it was a healer class. I played White Mage uh, from one all the way to 80. Uh, and uh, dis- decided that that was going to be my, you know, the the thing that keeps me entertained for a week. And I wanted to see if I could do it in seven days. You know, I, and apparently you did. I, I mean, I did. I, and it wasn't hard. Like, really wasn't difficult. It was just time consuming. Uh, which is, I guess, was the point. Uh, but the... Um, it made me really understand the you know the game now just like any other big MMO that's been around for a while uh, there had there is you know purchasable boosts that you can get uh, that will boost your character up to the the minimum level to start the most uh, most recent expansion so in this case 70 and that means you only have 10 levels to gain to be able to get to max level. And it's effective to get you, like, up to that point. But with Final Fantasy, the game builds on itself. The story builds on itself, but also the characters build on itself. Like, the, the job itself. Right. So, getting a uh, a healer to level 70, is you know, if you boost it, you basically don't know how to play the job. Because you haven't... You haven't built... effectively figured out how to solo. Right. You haven't built up your skill level with all of this you know all of the different abilities that you can use to really effectively use them uh so i I said fuck it i'm just gonna start with one and go and i had a lot of fun i did jason did you end up doing anything radically different this week uh not really i more so got back into uh Back into playing some Call of Duty. Of course you did. Mm, that's fine. Um, Call of Duty. Are you playing the free version? 
the oh no battle royale version. No, I'm not playing Warzone. Are you just playing the standard game? Fuck battle royales. <laughs> no, I'm playing standard. Um, Fuck Fortnite and all the Fortnite kids. I'm playing standard. Uh, um, it's the newest one that came out, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, playing standard multiplayer hardcore because hardcore team deathmatch. I can't uh, because more than one. Bullet. I can't be asked to have to land more than one bullet. More than one bullet is just asking too much. Yeah. You want to be able to clip somebody's toe and kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I played fucking Cardboard Team Deathmatch for a long fucking time. I mean, it's... And it's less so about uh, me lacking the skill to uh, um, to play normal, because I actually have a higher kill-death ratio in standard, but... The only time I've ever the, played fucking standard was the, when I was playing PNK. The thing that gets me uh, frustrated with that in particular is all the damn little camping sons of bitches and the fucking noob tubers. Because all the noob tubers noob tube are in standard fucking multiplayer. I mean, yeah. That's just people that grab rocket launchers, right? They're fucking yeah. rocket uh, launchers, underbarrel. your underbarrel grenade launchers, like explosions, lots and lots of explosions. Hey, I mean, it 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 was a thing. It's been a thing in fucking Call of Duties for ever, ten but years at least. Yeah, that shit doesn't happen, and you know, outside of the occasional like little dick. 10 year old that doesn't really happen in hardcore <laughs> it still happens but not every match right Nah, not every match but pretty close i think the problem with you know with the noob tube is uh you get you have friendly fire yeah yeah so that that's probably one of the other you know other things is the friendly no, fire being on no course close quarters or being in any kind of group well yeah. Yeah, that, well, and most people tend to sneak around a little bit more in also hardcore. in so in hardcore you can actually kill your teammates with your own explosives, and you kill a certain amount of teammates, you get booted. Right. So that key kind of keeps people from pulling that shit a it, lot. It was one of the reasons why I initially went to hardcore was. You know, was there was a lot less of that. Now there's yeah. a lot more people who find interesting spots to camp in in hardcore. Yeah, but um, but with hardcore, I actually spent a lot more time roaming around. Uh, and one of my funnest matches that I've ever had in any Call of Duty game was a fucking hardcore team death match in Modern Warfare Two. Oh yeah, Trailer Park. Double P90s. He had like 90 kills. I had like 78 kills <laughs> because we were both just running around with dual submachine guns spraying bullets all over this map. It was, it was, it was a massive. We're literally turning corners halfway through our clip 
because we're just spraying around it as we turn. The P90s had this uh, had a hundred rounds in a magazine. It was uh, oh, it was bliss. Uh, it was uh, it was my bullet storm setup, and uh, I I loved it a lot. I can, but I just it it was kind of one of those things where. Again, I really couldn't decide anything to really get into. And I was like, huh, I want to shoot some shit. And I loaded up Borderlands 2 first, and I was like, Duh. eh, this is too slow. Duh. I loaded up Destiny, and I was like, I couldn't. These fucking bullet sponges. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> and then, and so I went, Okay. Then I tried Division, and I was like, uh, I just don't feel third-person-y right now. And, and bullet sponges. <laughs> so I loaded so, up Call of Duty because I couldn't handle the third-person in, uh, in uh, Division 2 at the moment. Yeah. Well, I can say that I did jump into something kind of a, not even kind of, I jumped into a Warpager. Yeah, still playing. Yeah, so yeah, me and a former Tiltcaster Earl have been talking about it all week. So, did I say last week that I dropped a little bit of money on the ESO Plus? Yes. You said you were playing it. I didn't remember if you'd actually bought into it. I did, and it's really a decent deal for what you're getting. So, it gives you... You know, crowns are like a penny to crown ratio. They're the exact same. Yeah. So basically, for fourteen ninety nine, you get fourteen hundred crowns, and then access to all of the DLC. Oh yeah, you, you you did say that. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it was a really easy snag to try out the other stuff, because and they've done a lot of stuff with the leveling. So I didn't. I was really ignorant of what was going on, and with the fourteen hundred crowns, I bought the necromancer class because that was one of the unlocks. So never go necromancer. I haven't played necro in anything in a long time. So ESO's leveling or builds are extremely diverse, right? So you can have a stamina sorcerer, which means that you have spells that work off your stamina and can enhance your combat abilities. And it levels the same way more or less that Oblivion does, right? You use a two hander, you gain two handed skill. Um, there's no athletic skill, so you're not jumping all the place, uh -huh. but, <laughs> um, you know, you use your enchanting, you level up enchanting, right? You use your staff, you level up duster staff, you lose your healing staff, you level up healing staff. You can be a healer in any class, doesn't matter, right? Um, and there's like probably 20 builds per class that you can do. And... There are builds that let you solo all of the content, including the raid content. Um, and the way that the leveling system works now is everything level scales to you. So there's no areas off limits except for some of the in-game stuff that requires you to be a certain level. So every area is a starting area now. Oh. So it's not just go kill the rabbits kind of thing like you would do in WoW. You can play through every zone so they've they've had a long time to refine this and so every zone has like a chapter and story quest that it deals with 
So you're going to go through a real long epic quest for every zone, and there's like 30 or 40 zones or something crazy like that, right? Yeah. That all have these chapters that you can play through. So you can literally just say, this is the story content I want to go through, and I'm going to do that, which is what I did. I started with, um, what did I start with? Aldemary Dominion, which was something I'd already done before. And then I went into Elsewhere, which is the story that I'm working on right now. And since everything level scales, you're not like, oh, this is too hard. You literally just do what you want to do, hmm. which is kind of an interesting concept. Um, you can reset your skills. Um, it's a little bit cost prohibitive to do it a lot. So I decided to do a stamina magicka sorcerer build. I just decided I'm going to look at a guide and get a general idea of what to do, like what our rotations are looking like. And it does something kind of like Wilson does, where I basically drain out. I have no Magicka regen at this point, but I just drain my Magicka and then drain my stamina, and then drain my Magicka and then drain my stamina. And I just go back and forth, right? Well, one's going back up, I'm draining the other one. I have an ability that lets me heal myself with stamina instead of Magicka. So, and it also does a cleave. So it's a big scythe ability that I reach out and reap, you know, health. And that's my health ability and my stamina ability. So I essentially pull stuff with my magic abilities. And as things get closer to me, I use my big two-handed sword to cleave with um, or use my scythe with. And I use combos with that. And then I go back to magicka, back and forth, back and forth. I've got a magicka AoE. And then I've got the cleave abilities, which is essentially a stamina AoE. Yeah. So I just kind of go back and forth. And I've got summons. I've got like a skeletal mage that assists me that... It's basically just, you know, basic summon, and I've got something called Blast Bones, which just sends a running skeleton to go explode on something. I mean, yeah. And then, I, and then I shoot flaming skulls. Um, but... Typical necromancer shit. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, but I it's... I mean, bunch of flamers. Yeah. It is... It's... The combat, and it's pretty satisfying, because my guy has been able to solo just about everything. I soloed my first dungeon with him. Um, and I have CC abilities, like, and I'm actually just playing it with a controller. I needed something to play with a controller because my hands have been really dying over here, working so much. Right. So, it's an MMO that works really well with a controller. Um, like, you have two hot bars, so you just hit the left arrow button, and it flips to the back hot bar, which is all hotkeyed to different buttons on your face buttons on your keypad, right? Yeah. On your, uh, I almost called it a remote. Oh my god, I'm old. On my controller. And then I just switch back and forth. One's my stamina bar, one's my magical bar. And that's just how I have it set up. Oh man, you need to look up the Final, For Final Fantasy XIV crossbar. It's so fucking good. Well, so, I mean, I mean, for Final Fantasy, it's, you know, it was available. It's available does for. Does it play like an action RPG though? Well, I mean, it plays like an MMO, just like any other MMO. So that's the thing that's different about this. This plays like you're playing Elder Scrolls. So there's no stand and cast and get through a standard rotation. You have to move all the time. So well, you, you do in Final Fantasy XIV all the time as well. I mean, like you block, you have to actively block, right? You can't. Okay, well, I mean, that's that's different. You just tank shit with your face, I guess. But Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've played World of Warcraft, right? And you got to, like, kind of gradually move around places, right, as things happen. But you, you can almost, like, 
I mean, I literally had a function that I could hit that would go through my rotation, right? And, you know, you get max DPS by standing in place. Yeah, you, and you can theoretically do that with ESO where you can get into a max DPS rotation type thing. Uh -huh. But you are going to get, like, fucked up. So you have to kite things around, move around a lot, and play it like an action RPG. No. It's, uh, with Final Fantasy, it's more of a, um, uh, when a uh, an enemy does a... Uh, like a charged up attack or uh, or an AOE attack, you'll either put uh, put like a cone on the ground or a circle or something like that so that you don't stand in the fire, basically. Yeah, um, you have that stuff too, but like when you're getting multiple enemies, like they'll flank you or get in your side, and it's not like they get sucked to you like a top-down RPG or an MMO, right, where you disengage and get damage. Like there's no auto-attack button, right? So you don't have an auto-attack in the middle, you click a button to swing your sword. You click another button to swing a heavy attack. You hit a button to block, right? Like, it plays like a, an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. It's not like Witcher finesse. Um, it's not like Dark Souls finesse. But it's a lot closer to that type of game with having some of the, you know, here's the red circle thing because he's about to do an AoE, so you need to do the dodge move to get out of it, which is you click your left trigger, then hit the A button, and then hit back or whatever direction you want to dodge. Yeah. That's I mean, what I'm saying. That's where I'm saying it's different. It's not like that, you know, the MMO, let me just move my character over here and click over here to move my character out of the cone to get into my rotation again. It's more of like, there's stuff going on all over the screen. I need to hit my healing or my whatever ability or dodge to make sure I don't well, fucking get smashed. All, all MMOs have different flavors. Uh, and uh, that's just that's why I'm saying it's right. less MMOE. Yeah, and, and it it does have that. Sounds like it has a little more engagement as far as the individual fights are concerned. Um, whereas, like, you know, playing, I've played a couple different roles in you know in Final Fantasy, and it's yeah, you you tank shit with your chin a lot, but uh, but it is a, a lot more movement than you think, like. You're thinking back, fucking like early, wow, where you basically stand in one spot and I'm you thinking just, safety like, dance, and that was and and the safety dance was uh was was a thing <laughs> where the whole raid moves a little bit and moves a little bit and moves a little bit. What I need uh, what I need to show you is uh and you have to really actually see it to understand it uh is a lot of the mechanics in Final Fantasy require a lot more movement and a lot more paying attention to what is happening. Uh, a lot of the, uh, uh, a lot of the shit isn't telegraphed. Like the later shit isn't telegraphed. So the game kind of lets you know that there's, uh, that there's a, uh, an attack coming in earlier stages by throwing a circle down on the ground and you avoid the fucking circle. Basically you stand in the safe spots and you continue you, know, you continue doing damage or healing or whatever the fuck you're doing but the later on uh, later on you have to understand there is uh enemies that just fucking go you know and have a cast bar that does an attack and you have to understand that that is going to be a thing well, I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at a screen right now. I don't know what rate it is, right? I'm just seeing the hot bars and stuff that you would see, like, playing World of Warcraft. So, like, when you heal with ESO, 
you point at the person you're going to heal at. You can't just click their health bar and heal them. Yeah, well. You basically aim at the person you're healing with and use your staff to heal that person. You're looking at the wrong fucking thing there. You're looking at Labyrinth. And that, the, the sadness is, is that I could see a five-second clip of uh, a group of people standing in a, on, a, on a spot, and I can tell you exactly what raid you're in. Um, that's the thing. I mean, I'll show you a couple of videos of, uh, of some of the stuff, but yeah. It still seems like a lot of people standing in a circle around something. You're also watching content that has been done for seven years and probably videoed after all of the mechanics are basically... I'm just saying that it doesn't look very much different than World of Warcraft. It doesn't, but it is. I mean, I just... I keep clicking raid, and I keep seeing the same things. Okay, but you're you're looking at... Again, you're looking at a, a raid that's seven years old. So you're looking at something that's not super... Uh, super. All I'm just saying is... If you're looking for something that doesn't play like a Memorial try ESO, if you're looking for something that plays more like a Memorial try Final Fantasy. But I digress. Fuck you. Um, what you're saying is, at this point, Elder Scrolls Online plays more like a Elder Scrolls regular game. Elder Scrolls game. And that's kind of what they were aiming for when they made the game. Yeah, and I'll say that it with a couple of I and I tweaks, it literally took me less than five minutes. Um on a modern rig looks pretty damn good. Um, I was initially not impressed with the game because I didn't understand the leveling system and didn't understand that everything leveled to you. And the first like five levels are easy as fucking hell. Like I was like, man, this is way too easy. And then I realized I'm using one of the tankiest casters that there is um, with more self healing abilities than normal. So that issue is is that a necromancer is incredibly survivable and it's one of those things where you can't he's not that killable it didn't take until yeah she just she got pissed at you i saw what she did she reached up and then just pawed your hand and then jumped right back down yes (laughs) that dog (laughs) she's like fuck you i was trying to ignore her and she's like no i'm gonna make you hurt for that (laughs) But you need a break. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like a mom. Um, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of fun with it though. Like I played. I'm working on my second story now. I'm level like 21 or something like that. I've been just kind of slowly clipping through, and it's nice that I can just kind of jump on, play for a little bit, enjoy what I'm doing, and do something else. Um, but something else I did was incredibly OCD. Um, I plugged in Fallout 4 again. Um, I did a very heavily mod playthrough, and there is something different about this. It's not... I'll give you the name of the mod. It's called Horizons. It's a complete overhaul of Fallout 4. Um, There is a more hardcore mode I could play, and I I didn't understand the mechanics yet, so I've yet to try that out. But essentially it retunes the entire game. I'm using a better AI mod where everybody flanks you and does something. Like, somebody retooled all of Fallout 4's AI. Wow. So it's more like the Division. Interesting. Um, And then I'm using a um, settlement mod 
that lets you called Architect, which is actually built into Horizon, that lets you. I was showing Jason like a completely scrapped sanctuary. The whole thing just fucking leveled, start from scratch. Uh, we don't need the houses. No houses, no ruined houses, no shitty roofs. We don't need those cars. Yeah. It levels everything, stores all the materials that's scrapped in your workshop. But it retools all the leveling. It retools all the um, ammo. It retools, if you want to go survival mode, it makes you hunt to get your food. It makes you use beds to save. Um, I've got to cheat on it because I need to figure out the mechanics better. I've got a quick save on it. But... It's still hard enough even with me cheating. So let me give you an example. It ups your health like 900%, right? But you don't get stim packs. Oh. You have to craft those when you have the appropriate skills to craft stim packs. I found one in five hours of playing it. One. A single stim pack. Wow. Um, you can craft bandages with adhesive and cloth. Uh, your basic bandages and, uh, and antiseptic. And then you can create a better version of that, but you can only use it out of combat. The only other way to heal is to use a bed out of combat to heal. Um, Rataway, extremely rare. Um, there's a lot of enemies that do radiation damage, which takes down your overall health. So, that's has to be crafted. There are different ways, based on the skill sets, like either survival crafted things that you can use, like different drinks that use some of the plants, or you can craft traditional Rataway once you get the right skills for it. Um, mm -hmm. Vendors charge an extraordinary amount of money for guns and ammo. So you have to find your ammo or craft your ammo. You can't really craft ammo except for like 38 ammo until you start getting into the ballistic skill. And then it requires smokeless powder. You can decraft other ammo to create ammo. So you can deconstruct ammo to create new ammo. Okay. Um, but you can only do that at specific workbenches, and I believe they're all crafted, which means you need to do it at your settlement. Um, you can set your settlers to do most of the jobs for you. You can set your settlers to go on missions for you to scrap the wasteland once you get to a certain level. Um, so I was showing Jason, like, I'm three-quarters of the way irradiated with my character, which means that I have to play differently. The enemies do a lot more damage, um, but I also do more damage to them. Nothing's bullet spongy. If you can land headshots, you can... A headshot with a three fifty seven will kill most things. Okay. There's a lot more armor mechanics that determine like what kind of weapon you need to use with what type of creature or person that you're dealing with based on what their loadout is. Hmm. And you don't get to craft things by deconstructing it. You just get materials to craft more things, but you got to have the deconstruction workbench to learn the recipes for that stuff. So the only thing you can do is mod weapons um, with whatever is available based on your skill until you get to a point where you can craft weapons, which means that you got to deconstruct stuff. But there's other things, like there's a kit in there that'll let you scrap all the junk that's in your backpack. I added a backpack mod so I could add additional weight to my character. Um, I can carry cargo bots with me, which are iBots that follow you around that add like 100 pounds to your carry limit. So they can just follow you through the wasteland, and then you can send them back to your settlement. But they cost an enormous amount of materials to craft one. So all the enemies are mostly melee. The Raiders are a lot of melee characters, and they'll have, like, if they have a gun, you'll get, like, the last three rounds and then damaged ammunition, which you deconstruct for ammo later. They might have three rounds of three fifty seven on them, right? So 
you end up meleeing a whole lot more and you end up sneaking around a whole lot more or poking your head out around corners like really on edge. What do I do? What do I do? Oh, there's a whole bunch of ghouls in there. Fuck all the ghouls. I'm using grenades and molotovs and all sorts of shit. They're all dying, right? Like I'm using mines when I find mines for ghouls, right? So I'll shoot one or I'll shoot a shot. And of course it draws like seven or eight of them. And now they're hitting my mines, but you know, they get mixed in with all the raider attacks, right? The raiders start attacking you. Then the ghouls in the neighborhood kind of come out and now you've got both to deal with, which means that you need to get into a defensible position and really think about your method of attack. Huh. Um, and then I added like a dynamic lights mod, which actually really redoes the lighting and it looks really good. And I used an alternate start mod. So I actually didn't do it. And I did one weapons mod, but I didn't do a crazy amount of mods. Um, I just really stuck real hardcore with this one. And it seems to change the game so fundamentally different. So the alternate start mod. So Fallout's been out five years at this point, right? And you know that you start the vault, you wake up like 200 years later. Um, you're on your quest to save Sean. I believe it's Sean. Um, anyways, <laughs> you can decide that you are just somebody who got who's in the world. And you have nothing to do with that quest. Which is what I did. I decided that I was a mechanic. And that I was going to be in a, an abandoned bus. That was my choices. And I set up my traits. And it lets you select traits kind of like the old Fallout game. So I've got a... Four eyes trait, which means when my character wears glasses, he gets a perception bonus. Um, then he's a bruiser, which means he takes more, he stuns more easily, but he's got 25 pounds more carry weight, which I shouldn't have picked that for as much melee as I got to do. But anyways, um, so I started off and they've altered the dialogue, the spoken dialogue somehow of like Codsworth and a lot of other characters to where you keep saying, yeah, I'm not a vault dweller like they'll ask you so what do you think of like you know you do the piper story and the piper story she's doing a story on you about you being a vault dweller and what it is and you start off the conversation fully voiced yeah i don't know what you're talking about i'm not a, i'm not who you think i am i'm not a vault dweller wow and then you basically kind of lie your way through it and then in the codworth codsworth you say well that's cool i understand that you know you go into the vault, and I won't spoil too much, but essentially what you do is you find the things that happened, uh -huh. and you can pick up on that quest, but you don't have to do it. You so just, you could kind of pose as the vault dweller? You're not even posing. You're just curious as to what happened. You find the wedding ring, and you find the holotape that the that your wife, the wife of the main character had. Uh-huh. But that... That's it? That's it. And then you can you can try to figure out the mystery of that. But you're not the vault dweller. And I'm really interested in what it does if you get to the end game, like how that changes stuff. Yeah. But they altered spoken dialogue. That's what I don't understand. They got somebody who's really good at mimicking voices, whatever, but reanimated a lots of lots of other things, right? Like a crazy amount of detail on this uh, alternate start mod. Um, but it just re-alters all the quests that have to do with you being the savior of the wasteland. You're not. You're still being asked to be in charge of the Minutemen. And I... That's fine. Right. But, you know. Um, I mean, I don't think the Minutemen actually required you to be, like, anything special. It was just that you were helpful. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Horizon is a very difficult mod. Yeah. Heavy breathing over there, Jason? Just allergy trouble. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering what the... 
Who the fuck was heavy breathing into a microphone? Give you a Claritin. <laughs> I I took it before I came over here, but it's a combination between that and me being up since 4 a.m. Oh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I've been up since 6. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in a completely different playthrough and a whole new level of challenge, right? Like I said, I still haven't had Rataway in four hours. Um, I need to find a doctor. If I can find a doctor, she can take care of my rads. And I did that in one of my tester playthroughs. I played I played like three false starts for about an hour or two trying to understand the mechanics. And then watched a video on how some of the crafting stations worked. But it's a huge overhaul mod that's been in development for about four years. That continues to change and it continues to add compatibility with different oh. things. Like I got one. Okay, I got one other mod called Crossbows of the Commonwealth. Okay. So that I could have something powerful that was a sneak weapon that was easy to craft. Yeah. Um, and you craft it. It's a pipe-looking weapon, but it has a magazine that shoots shoots crossbows traditionally for more power, or it can auto-load them and shoot it like a semi-automatic rifle, um, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's interesting. You, what do you shoot? Rebar? No, it shoots crossbows. Oh. And you can pick up the it crossbows shoots, later. It shoots full fucking crossbows. I mean, crossbow <laughs> bolts, yes. Thank you. It shoots bolts. It shoots bolts. Gotcha. Yeah, no, no it doesn't shoot crossbows. It shoots whole fucking crossbows. <laughs> that thing hits like a fucking truck. <laughs> um, it's like the junk cannon yeah. for crossbows. Yeah. I'm going to fucking, like fire off a fucking toilet in your face <laughs> if you're really interested in a real fuck you playthrough though um which i may do at some point but i don't want to kind of get through what i'm doing if i still have fun with this 20 hours later i'm gonna follow it till whenever i want to stop right uh, if i don't the other one i'm gonna try is a total conversion mod which literally scraps the entire story and all the npcs and literally turns it into like a survivalist nightmare it's supposed to be like 10 years after the bombs dropped. It's called Frost. And what Frost does is it makes you just a dude in the wasteland. Temperature's a concern. Um, you can only carry like 98 pounds. Um, you have to eat and drink your way through everything. Everything's dangerous. You can only save at beds. You can only heal with crafted meds. Um, most... People are hostile, and all the factions and things have been changed. And even they remodeled most of the buildings, and there's no crafting mechanic for settlements. So literally, they just took the base map, wiped out all the NPCs, replaced all the NPCs, replaced most of the weapons with different things, um, just and turned it into like a survival game. Like yeah, complete survival game with raiders that are fucking tough as shit and mostly melee. The guy I was watching play it, I was doing this while I was working, actually, just kind of sitting in the background. So what Literally. you're saying is, it's Don't Starve Fallout Edition. Well, Don't Starve's more crafting-based. I feel like it would be more like the long... It played it a little bit more like the long dark. Okay. Like, super survival-based. Like, temperatures and rad storms are super deadly, and you got to find shelter when stuff like that happens. It's got a whole subway. They connected all the subways... And they turned it into basically like Metro. So when you get on the surface, you have to wear your gas mask. And your gas mask, you have to have filters. And then you have to go back underground, basically, or in a shelter or in a building. That sounds a lot like Metro. Yeah. <laughs> it seems made... super Metro-inspired. But it seems cool. 
right? Like you could have an open world game like that that just lets you do that. But I wasn't in a, that hardcore of a survival mode. I'm having a hard enough time just trying to figure out shit for Rataway and finding a certain amount of bullets and then luring people into ambushes so that I can defeat gangs of raiders. Um, and that level of challenge is welcome, honestly. Yeah. I mean, um, just knowing that headshots are that fucking deadly is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that's that's taking you know, taking an old game and trying to breathe new life into it. And I mean, yeah, it's uh, it, it's not something that I would want to play. But uh, but then again, I'm kind of a purist when it comes to that. You love mods, and uh, it makes this doesn't surprise me one fucking bit that you actually found some mods to play for you know, for Fallout that, that make you happy. There isn't shit out right now, and I just was trying to find things that I was interested in, and I kind of broke out of that last week. And I was like, okay, yes, it was pretty fun, but I need something a little bit different than fantasy. I mean, it's still fantasy, but not high fantasy. I wanted to go apocalyptic future fantasy, survivalist fantasy, I guess. You just wanted to see the world burn. Yeah, so... I felt like that was the a game that might feel, I don't know, it just felt good. I've had my fill of 76 for a while, and I wanted to go and see what how big a difference it was, and yeah, it was a pretty fair big difference. Yeah. But there's still not that many NPCs. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just talking a lot to Preston. I don't have it. I don't have the convenience of trading like I do in the other, and the survival mechanics in 76 are actually a little bit better. It's a little bit, it's not as stringent, but you have to do it. Right. Um, it's not annoying. It's just you have a reason for food. And without the survivalist setting on this, I don't have a reason for food because it doesn't heal you unless I'm able to make the good food. And I can't right now. I'm grinding everything into hamburger, which is the, that's how deep this goes into it. I'm okay. Doing ground meat and I'm making insect burgers. That sounds very appetizing. Yeah. Like, that's what, what are you eating? Uh, I'm just roach burgers. That's roach what it is. Burgers. Fucking rad roach burger. Yeah. It's only. I mean, the the a small bit of radiation per burger is. It's just kind of like a spice. So, of that, I think we ought to take ourselves a quick break. What do you say, Rusty? Yes. Yep. All right. We'll be back. I'm awake again. He had to walk around the house about eight times. I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. Uh, Jason actually stopped breathing for about three minutes. <laughs> he was turning blue. Combination between being up for nineteen plus hours and Sudafed. Sudafed. Nah, I understand. I only have four hours of sleep. Um. I'm I'm speaking on a different uh, on a brand new fucking microphone. I brought I forgot to bring this up earlier. Fucking, I bought this shit last fucking week. Bought it from Amazon. This is just a, the same microphone that Jason and you know and uh, Justin have been using for over a year. Yeah, and uh, 
And I figured, fuck it. I mean, my old microphone, the blue, died, so I decided I was going to get another one. That was the easy part. Getting it from UPS? Holy fuck, dude. Oh, they refused to drop it off at my fucking door. And then they're like, uh, I got a, a text message from a UPS delivery person or whatever at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And of course, I'm sleeping at that point. So they're like, okay, well, you're not responding, so I'm not dropping it off. And then you go to, uh, I went and fucking said, drop it off at my fucking door. Like, I'm going to be sleeping when you try to deliver this. Drop it off at my fucking door. And then they fucking failed to deliver another time. And and then it ends up, you know, like, fucking stuck in the UPS system someplace. And then I'm like, please deliver it to the UPS store at least. And then they fucking deliver it to a UPS store. But it's not the UPS store that I wanted it delivered to. It's delivered to another one in fucking Tulsa. So I had to drive into fucking Tulsa this morning. What was what was this morning's time for you? This this morning's time, well, it was really fucking late for me. Basically, I left the house at like, after I got off the phone with UPS, it was noon. Finally found the fucking package in Tulsa. Drove there to just, you know, to, to get it. Of course, fucking day traffic and the fact that it was bright. Um, I... <laughs> I uh I finally got home at about two o'clock, pissed, uh, <laughs> because, you know, I had to fucking leave during the day, and uh, the vampire in me hated it. Uh, right. So, <laughs> so I did end up getting the fucking microphone finally, but I mean, it took an extra four days to fucking track this shit down and find it. It was dumb. It was dumb. I hope this never fucking happens again with Amazon. Well, it's more UPS than Amazon, but... Oh, what can you say? Fuck. We have news? We've got some news. We've got a little bit of news. Let's do some news. Let's... That that was your cue. Go ahead, y'all. <laughs> well, um... Do the thing. <laughs> there's some rumors out there right now that um, there's going to be a Demon Souls PS5 remaster exclusive. What? Um, which to me is pretty appealing. Well, I mean, I haven't played that game in a number of years. Demon Souls is kind of dated, so I mean, it looks a little bit rough. Yeah, um, but I would and, honestly, I'd still play it today. There's, I mean, there's people who have played Dark Souls that have not even you know, didn't even understand that it really kind of. I can think grew up from Demon Souls. John from Pepcast for loaning me that game a million years ago to give a shot, and getting me hooked on the Souls series. Essentially, the other thing is uh, Bloodborne's rumored to be having a remaster, which I don't understand. It looks fantastic already um, for PC. Well, that's fine. Fine with yeah. me. Yeah, um, um, and also on next gen hardware. So I'm pretty curious about that. But I wasn't out of all the Souls games. All the Miyazaki games, for me, Creme de la Creme was one. So it goes one, three, two for Dark Souls. After that, it then goes Bloodborne, and then after that, it's uh, Sekiro. Wow. I mean, there's people who really fucking love 
those uh, Bl- Bloodborne and Sekiro, but I think those plays drastically different than the but, Dark Souls stuff. Right. I think that you're more into the slower, more deliberate action of the Dark Souls games I versus am. Uh, versus the really flashy movements and extra fucking ad- attacks that you get for Bloodborne. Bloodborne is all about Sekiro. give and take, and what I mean by that is you get your health back if you can immediately attack after taking a hit. And you end up taking hits a lot more than you do in Dark Souls. Dark Souls, you can block or parry or dodge, but you do a lot more blocking and parrying in that game, which I'm fine with. Um, Bloodborne's a little bit more positional and not very forgiving. It's a lot of memorizing enemy patterns to the point of being able to move to different spots. And for whatever reason, I was never good at that part of it. It plays a lot more almost combo-y like a... Din- uh, like Devil May Cry or something yeah. like that and it's just never really caught me even so Trent's really good at those games and Trent couldn't beat Bloodborne um, he got all the way through almost all the content but couldn't beat it I got through a quarter of the content and after smashing my face against the floor for you know hours and hours and hours on a certain boss I said no more um, no more I'm done. This one's not fun anymore. I haven't even... Uh, well, no, I I was going to say I <laughs> haven't even played it, but that's not... Can you, like, not suck the fucking Sorry. microphone? Thank you. Um, the, I was going to say, if you're into anything or any bit curious about it, you don't have to play Dark Souls in any kind of sequential order because they only loosely tie together. Um, they're in the same universe, essentially, but you're not the same character in all three of them. No. It, it's just the world, and there's some lore that ties to the games together, and that's about it. But overall, I mean, Dark Souls 1 is a fantastic entry. The easiest one is 2. Yeah. Um, I've played 1 about 10 minutes of. I played Bloodborne for about 5 minutes. Um. Yeah, I know. I, I just know. I mean, I've gone. I'm, I'm on record. This is one of those controller breaker games, uh, where I want to throw the fucking controller through the wall and into the other room. Um, I there's I tried, other games that are way more like that are way more controller breaker than that. Like, um, for whatever reason, like Neo, I got stuck in, uh, which is a little bit more twitchy than Dark Souls and has a lot of similar concepts. And then I heard Neo Two was harder. And that came out this year, and I was like, I guess not. Yeah. I'm just not in the mood for that. All I needed I'm in to do mood is... for a methodical game, which is why I'm doing the survival stuff right now. Yeah. All, all I needed to do is watch some videos of Neo 2, and I said, nah, that's not for me. Thanks. I mean, I've died a few times playing the survivalist mode in Fallout, but it hasn't been progression-breaking or progression breaking. Uh, breaking for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for me. Uh, I don't need to fucking, like, have a game that adds stress to my life. And that and that seems like one of those games that would. I'm okay with a little bit of the micromanagement I'm having to do with this mod. It still feels hard, but it's not pushing me in the hard that Dark Souls is. Same with, uh, like, I've had some pretty hard moments in ESO lately, yeah. trying to solo so much. But it, none of it has made me, like, want to just punch the screen. It's just been like, okay, so I failed that challenge. What do I need to do different? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm I'm not paying enough attention to what's going on, and I'm just like running around like a madman, and that's part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. Pay attention to a few patterns and block when I need to block. Actually use my block. 
right? Actually uh, use my heels when I need to pay attention to that kind of stuff. I can be fine. Yeah, it's 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 different gameplay though. I mean, that's that that's what it boils down to is just different, you know, a different flavor, a different spin on gameplay. And uh, and I, I'm not a bet. I, I don't mind difficulty. I just never really got into the the souls environment. Like the the storytelling didn't catch me. The um the the combat was uh, I don't know it drove me insane but I mean I liked Revenant so <laughs> yeah and I still haven't jumped back in that give it some time give it give it give it another go um let's see what do we got uh we've got what's uh, another action RPG that's uh, getting a remake oh. Yes. Um, one of the games that it's kind of, I, I don't know, a lot, a lot of people kind of missed it. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning is getting a, a remaster, uh, and that is, a, it's slated to come out in August, which is perfect because that's right around my birthday. Um, but yeah, Kingdoms of Amalur uh, is uh, easily about you know eighty to hundred hours for the gameplay, uh, and unfortunately, right now, if you was to pick it up, I mean, it's still a solid game, but it plays a lot like the early WoW days, where you've got the exclamation mark for quests and fucking there's loads of them, uh, and the uh, the items feel quite like wow it basically felt like an action rpg version of wow um but it you know it had some really big fucking names behind it like there is some good fantasy writers behind the story uh the story was long and did have its moments i mean it was just really long-winded for a game um and I think, but it was well crafted. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it was it was well crafted. It was just uh, one of those okay, is the story going to be over yet? Situations. The last like fifteen hours of that game, just I I just wanted to complete it at that point. Um, yeah, I'd always get like three quarters of the way through that game, and then I would stop for some reason. It's just it's so long. Yeah, and that's I think that was one of the problems. Uh, but here. They're going to get a, you know, we're going to get a remastered version of it. Hopefully it's streamlined a little bit. Um, uh, and it could definitely use a graphics update. Uh, but it would definitely be something that, you know, that would be playable again. Uh, that's, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't looked too hard into the remaster. I just heard it was coming. Um, it'd be interested to see if people who already own the game is going to be able to get like either a discount or just like a free upgrade sometimes you have know, something like that i can't either, even remember what I, I think i have it on steam i have it on steam as well uh but i originally played it on xbox um it is you know if you're looking for a long longer version or you know action rpg give that a go and like try the caster class uh, a lot of people just start with uh, like a melee class because, you know, I mean, sword and board. Uh, but uh, if you uh, if you go with a caster class, you initially start with a staff 
like you know like a normal caster would but eventually you end up getting like chakras and have really cool magic abilities and that I mean, that is one of the reasons why I fucking just love that game is it was different it it allowed you to be different right but yeah I mean that's that's going to be a, a thing later on this year uh let's see you got another one let's let's move let's move jason's gonna fall asleep over here <laughs> what was that uh that elite stained dangerous story uh, the uh, the elite what the elite dangerous story the elite stained dangerous okay uh no elite dangerous um this is another thing that i just kind of found in passing but the uh the uh the latest information coming out of uh elite dangerous is that the the next content patch that they're going to be putting out there is going to allow people to exit their ships and walk around on planets which is a pretty big deal considering that game was basically you sitting in a fucking chair the entire time um Walking around on planets, the uh, video footage that I saw, there was, you know, you were walking around with a, uh, looks like a rifle or some other form of gun. Um, so, knowing Elite, there's probably going to be something, you know, to do with those guns. And more planet-based, like, getting into a facility to be able to get something. Which is kind of nice and also kind of a uh jab at star citizen because that was one of the things for them yep uh i well it's just it's still a more fleshed out game by a long shot than star citizen for i mean considering that star citizen's still really in development and not even a real game yet well Um, i'm just saying elite (laughs) while having its flaws yeah is a very solid sandbox. Yeah. Well, I, I'm interested to th- see. I mean, there's a lot of like the Thargoids and the fucking, you know, the the alien uh, story is still ongoing with uh, with Elite Dangerous. So I'm thinking that the ambulation or just walking around outside of your ship would be more focused on that kind of threat, uh, where you would be fighting bugs essentially. Um, cause I can't imagine anything other than that and maybe some pirates maybe, but that's about it. Uh, there's not a whole lot of information that I have, so it's, so there's supposed to be a real big content patch that launches here real soon though, right? It's, I don't, I don't I want to say within the next month, there's a big content patch for carriers that comes out. Yeah. I'm actually subscribed to the elite newsletter yeah. I and I continue to get updates about that stuff. And there's times where I kind of want to jump back in and then I'm just, I landed on two other big games this month, right? If, um, if you're interested in big games, there's still some offerings this year soon. So we're recording on June, what, the 5th, um, on the 19th and two weeks from today, you're going to have last of us part two come out, Oh boy, which I will be picking up, um, 
it's literally one of the only big releases I'm really interested in. If I like ESO enough, I may pick up the Greymore expansion this month, too. I mean, I think you will. It's uh, a $40 upgrade, and I've been playing the shit out of it. Yeah. I, I but I haven't been playing it like I play WoW, so I'm feeling okay, because literally, like I said, I can solo everything that right. I want to do. So, and I can... I feel like there's so much fucking content in that game right now. It's like one of the biggest RPGs I've ever played that still plays like a single player RPG. Okay. You had that qualifier. I'll give it I'll give you that. No, I really did. I mean, I went through a whole storyline, voice acted and everything that had made sense that wasn't go kill rabbits. Right? It was a very long and drawn out thing that had to do with more than furling the story, complete with finding secret doors and um solving some riddles to try to figure out more of the story. It was playing out more like a proper RPG quest instead of an MMO quest. I think that's kind of where most of those, uh, a lot of the good MMOs are actually going that route where they, where they put more focus on the story. Yeah. And it's like I said, you just pick a zone and that's the story you want to do. That's the story I want to do. Right. I thought about maybe I'll go into the Morrowind quest line after I finish the one I'm on right now. There you go. And try that out, right? I haven't visited Morrowind in God knows how long. Fucking, it feels like twenty years, and it's almost, almost is. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is getting really old. Yeah. Yeah, I might. There's a Daggerfall quest line too in that. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Man, I, I thought about it. Like when I was thinking about going uh, going to Final Fantasy, I also thought about ESO but if you're bored you don't even have to play pay for it you could just use your base subscription and play through Daggerfall don't tell me that no money required don't tell me that look up I and I edits so that you can make it look amazing and then there you go god damn it I don't need another MMO to get myself sucked into free I don't care if it's free and we have a guild bank because it's just me and shit. you and Travis in that guild. That's it. I can steal all your shit. That's what I'll do. All right. No, I mean I'll think I'll think about it, but I don't um, really. Yeah. Um, that is the the Lola dog is awake again. It's the Lola dance, which means that we're getting close to the end of the show, right, Jason? Yep. Do you yeah, have anything it else, sure Jason? Does. I haven't really found anything outside of what you guys wanted to bring up. Yeah. So, so with that, find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channels, YouTube.com slash TheRealTiltCast. Search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Rate us and review us there. Find some friends of the show. You've got Cabbage, for, uh, you've got For the Love of Gaming, you've got PupCast, you've got NoQuarters.net, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.TV. They don't typically play MMOs. And with that, it's the end of the show. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace.